No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that the Lord proves to all Israel that He is with Joshua by standing the Jordan River in a heap so that the children of Israel may cross on dry ground. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Joshua chapter 3 on Simply the Bible. Has God ever put something on your heart that just seems a bit odd? Many times God leads us in ways that are out of the box. While these things may make us feel uncomfortable, they can be opportunities for God to reveal His wisdom and power. Today we look at such a time in the life of Joshua and the children of Israel. We pick it up in Joshua chapter 3. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Acacia Grove and came to the Jordan. He and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they crossed over. So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it, that you may know the way by which you must go for you have not passed this way before. Joshua rose early in the morning. Now Abraham, Moses, David, and Jesus all rose early in the morning to seek God. I find that early in the morning is the best time for me to get my marching orders, for this is the time that's free from distraction, and I can give God the first part of the day. The people would see the Ark of the Covenant going before them. The Ark is mentioned 16 times in chapters 3 and 4. It was where God dwelt among his people. As the congregation saw the Ark followed by the priests and the Levites, they would have confidence that God was going before them. Then they could step out and follow. But they were to maintain a distance of about half a mile between them and the Ark. This would emphasize the holiness of God, but it would also give God plenty of space to go before them, leading them in the way, since they were stepping out into the unknown. I like this picture because I find that when I'm stepping out into new territory, I don't always know what the next step should be. I like to seek the Lord's face, to watch for His hand, to wait upon Him, to show me the way. I find this to be the safest way to travel through life, especially when I'm moving into new territory. Verse 5, And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. The Hebrew word that is translated sanctify means to dedicate, consecrate, or set apart. My dear grandmother, who was a very godly woman, used to tell me that when it comes to following Jesus, it's all about consecration. Now, we don't know what all was involved here in Joshua telling the people to sanctify themselves. 
40 years earlier, when Moses told them to sanctify themselves before receiving the law on Mount Sinai, it involved three things. First, they had to wash their clothes. Clothing in the scripture represents our deeds. The book of Hebrews speaks of our conscience being cleansed from dead works or works that lead to death. Before God can use us the way he wants to, we must be cleansed of our sins that enslave us and hold us back. Second, they had to change their clothes. This speaks of a new beginning. We are cleansed from the old life of sin, and then we are clothed with the character of Christ. This is part of the new life. Third, they had to abstain from sexual relations. Now, even in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul tells us that there is a time to abstain from normal sexual relations with our spouse to devote ourselves to prayer. Verse 6, Then Joshua spoke to the priests, saying, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and cross over before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. As God's representatives, the priests would lead the way. And the Lord said to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Forty years earlier, God exalted Moses in the eyes of the people by parting the Red Sea. Now he would exalt Joshua before the people by stopping up the Jordan River so the people could cross on dry ground. Verse 8, You shall command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When you have come to the edge of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. Now, to the natural mind, this made no sense. There were two rainy seasons in Canaan, the spring and fall. Then the Jordan River would overflow its banks. Now, it was springtime, and the Jordan was at flood stage. To step into such a current would seem foolish. But when God gives us a commandment, he wants us to trust him and obey. Verse 9. So Joshua said to the children of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hivites and the Perizzites and the Girgashites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. Now therefore take for yourselves twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one man from every tribe, and it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, that the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off, the waters that come down from upstream, and they shall stand as a heap. This would be a sign to them that God would give them victory over the seven nations residing in Canaan. And it would be a sign to those nations that God was fighting for Israel. This would cause their hearts to melt with fear. Sometimes the things that make no sense to us at the time become the clearest testimony that God is with us, working on our behalf.
they would not see the miracle until they first got their feet wet. And we can't expect to see God work miracles on our behalf while we're sitting on the couch watching television. We must step out of our comfort zone into the water if we are going to see God work and if we are going to experience Him using us. When Cindy and I left California in 1994, we just had our two children, Justin and Allie, and we came to Boise to start a church. We left two good-paying jobs, a house, and our family. Living in California was comfortable, but we wanted to see what God would do if we stepped out in faith. We didn't do this presumptuously. We prayed, sought counsel, and waited upon God for His word of confirmation. But I'm so thankful that we got our feet wet, for we never would have experienced this adventure had we played it safe and remained in California. Verse 14, So it was when the people set out from their camp to cross over the Jordan with the priests, bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and as those who bore the Ark came to the Jordan, and the feet of the priests who bore the Ark dipped in the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks during the whole time of harvest, that the waters which came down from upstream stood still and rose in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zaratan. So the waters that went down into the Sea of the Arabah, the Salt Sea, failed and were cut off, and the people crossed over opposite Jericho. Then the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all Israel crossed over on dry ground until all the people had crossed completely over the Jordan. Now, as soon as the priest stepped into the river, God worked a miracle. He stopped up the water so that they piled up into a heap like an invisible dam. But the children of Israel didn't see it because God cut off the waters at the city of Adam, which is thought to have been about 20 miles upstream. Why did God perform this miracle so far away? We don't know. Maybe God wanted the people living in that area to see that he was with Israel. But the priests with their feet in the river probably had to wait a while until the waters passed by. When we obey the word of God and step out in faith, we may not see results right away. We may have to stand firm in the faith with our feet in the water and wait patiently. God is working, but we don't see it. He is arranging people and circumstances, but we are unaware of these things. To us, it is a test of our faith. But if we have stepped out in faith and obedience, then we will see results if we don't get discouraged and give up. The key thing is to remain faithful. In time, the waters receded and the priests stood firm on dry ground. This is always God's desire. He doesn't want our foot to slip. He doesn't want us to sink into the mire. He wants us to stand firm on his promises, fully convinced that he can never fail us. Are there life promises on which you stand? We should all have such promises of God on which we can find our footing when life is overwhelming. 
One such promise for me is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. Another one is Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I would encourage you to read your Bible and write down, underline, or highlight promises that speak directly to you. Make these the dry ground on which you stand firm in the faith. You may have to wait a while to see results, but God will never forsake or fail you until you have completely crossed over the Jordan into the promised land. And what is the promised land to us? It is that place God has called us to where we walk in the Spirit, are victorious over the enemy, and inherit all the blessings that God has promised to those who love Him. Are you ready to cross over? You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where the Lord instructs Joshua to take 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan to set up as a memorial for this miracle for future generations. We hope you'll join us as we continue through the book of Joshua on Simply the Bible.